The flash lit up Reed's dead body, making his skin look even paler than it already was. Connor brought the phone to his face and studied the shot with an eerie glow washing over his crooked grin. Even though Reed Walters had lost everything, the man looked at peace, satisfied with the short life he lived in Minot. Clipping the phone back onto his belt, Connor straightened his burgundy necktie and took one last look around the darkened lake. Other than the distant call of a loon and the water lapping at the pontoon, it was quiet at this time of night, and that was a good thing. A sudden burst of lightning fractured the sky behind him, reflecting off Reed's wide-awake eyes. The fuck? Heart-jumping, Connor stumbled back into a railing, nearly falling overboard. When the darkness returned, the corpse's eyes were just as closed as they were in the picture on the cell phone. Exhaling a calming breath, Connor laughed a little and swept a lock of oily hair over a festering bald spot, getting worse with each winter that passed. Steadying his lanky frame against the railing, he raised a black wingtip into the air. Nice knowing you, Reed, he whispered, giving the body a gentle nudge. Rolling listlessly over the side, Reed hit the black water below with a gentle splash. Through vacant eyes, Connor watched the lake unhurriedly claim the young dentist, who slipped into cardiac arrest last weekend after feeding his secret cocaine habit a little too much for dinner. The rumor spreading around town like a bad cold was that Reed died right in the middle of fucking Vicky Miller's brains out in the back seat of his Audi S5. Connor didn't know if that was true or not, but Reed's wife, Amy, certainly didn't seem too broken up at the funeral. Thunder rumbled off in the distance, bringing Connor's eyes back into focus. He watched the ripples disrupt the glassy surface as Reed quietly sank to the bottom. The old-timers claimed Lake Darling reached depths of up to 75 feet and had catfish the size of bull sharks lurking along the muddy floor. Connor didn't believe a word of it, but the embalming fluid coursing through Reed's veins would ensure the young dentist soon found out. Wiping sweat from his upper lip, Connor considered stopping off at Doc's Bar and Grill on the way home. A cold one and a bag of beer nuts sounded good right about now. Real good. He pulled a silver Rolex from his black slacks, the blue moonlight jumping off the timepiece as his hand rose up and down, inspecting its impressive weight. Another cold grin slithered across his face. It might even be worth more than Mrs. Johansson's diamond ring. He'd have to make another trip to the pawn shop in Bismarck, and soon. The cell phone vibrated on his hip, stirring him from his thoughts. Slipping the watch back into his pocket, he unclipped the cell from his belt, sallow cheeks sinking in like an underbaked cake in the screen's gray glow. Hesitating for a moment, he swiped at the screen. Hey, Frank, he said watching bubbles rise where Reed went to sleep with the fishes. An irritable sigh hissed from the line and snaked down Connor's ear canal, piercing the drum at its end. Care to talk about the dent I just found in Mr. Walter's coffin? Connor tipped his head back and cringed, catching a shooting star scratch the night. He made a quick wish before replying, Dent? Don't play dumb with me, Connor.
Frank shouted, crushing the wish. Ricardo already informed me it was you who knocked it against a tombstone after removing it with a crane. Son of a bitch. Connor pinched the bridge of his long hooked nose, silently cursing Ricardo under a canopy of stars. I had no idea. And it will be you who will have it shiny as new in time for Miss Dixon's funeral tomorrow afternoon. Do we understand one another? Connor's gaze fell to his glistening shoes, and a fish jumped off in the distance. Wiping sweat from his brow, he refused to clear his throat. Frank would like that too much. He liked it when Connor showed vulnerability. I understand. His skin crawled at the lengthy pause that followed. He shifted in his stance, careful not to fall overboard. Frank exhaled a tired breath, and papers started ruffling in the background.